pull up a chair, but don't forget to bring wood. You're at the fire pit. So this this Skype is ruining your your recently by your recent vibe. <laughs> My positive vibes. The power of positivity. Dude, POP holding it down. <laughs> uh, positive vibes is that dude not slim from the Juggalo challenge. That's his show on YouTube. Positive vibes. It's like a Juggalo positivity cast. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, yeah. See, I've been happy thing. lately. I don't know if I talked to y'all. I'm, I don't know what y'all, what I told y'all, what my plan was or whatever. Did I tell y'all that I was leaving Ireland? Uh, that you had a plan to. I heard that. Yeah, I put in a notice at Ireland's. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna work through September. So that's something that has been going on. Where I'm just like, um gonna try to diff- do something different do a different career i got a friend that works in real estate out here and i think i'm gonna try to get my real estate license yeah work awesome. up there with- yeah sounds fun out here you mean baytown yeah in baytown yeah all right sometimes i forget yeah well that's leg- i mean that's good right so yeah i'm pretty excited about that and then uh i'm just gonna work Waiting tables again for a while. Do that life. And uh, have more time for like creative projects and stuff. And finding ways to make money and save money. <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like this big kick I've been on. But I've been like, I don't know. I've just been listening to like a lot of positive reinforcement kind of stuff. As far as like, uh, there's like a lot of cool speeches and like stuff like this that maybe they're like some of them are like TED talks and crap like this you know what I mean but it's just like I've just been looking for like uh, what's the word I sound all cheesy answers yo been looking for a plan I yeah think I like I think I've worked one out see that's good yeah I seen that Virgil Wolf did the same thing yeah that was kind of crazy to me too uh I talked to, I talked to him earlier about that, because I hadn't told him that I was doing it. But like we, we're both like on the same wavelengths and stuff. I know he hated his job. <laughs> I, know I don't he hate went... my job. I just don't. I just don't see myself growing in it. So, at least not right now. So I want to go do something different. Well, I know you said it, it like, was like takes up a lot of my time. Takes up my mornings. Yeah. My, uh, I just have to be there every day of the week and things. There's just different things. I feel like I could manage better if I was working for myself. See, Christy has this deal too about wanting to do something, but she doesn't want to do something that's pointless. And she <laughs> talks about it all the time. She's like, like even creative stuff. She's like, well, I don't want to do that. Well, if I make something and it just sits on somebody's shelf, then that's not, then that's pointless. It's not improving the world. She wants to improve the world somehow. It's not yeah. necessary. I just don't want to put things out there that cause people to spend their money frivolously or put their self into something that's not worth their time. I guess that's what it is. I'm, I don't. I'm just weird. I guess. <laughs> well, I'm. I was trying to explain to her that if she makes something that makes people happy, then is it frivolous? So what if? What if? Okay. What if the people who made ESO? Zenimax. What if they were like, "Well, this game doesn't. This is, this is taking people's time away from something they can do to save the world or something." And they just. But that's entertaining. I mean, you could do something. You're <laughs> so physically you could, interacting. We'll use it as you're a. Saying you're cool with entertainment and like things that. But yeah, stuff like but that. I'm you don't want to. You don't want to work at a grocery store or something like. No, even I told her to make something. She was like, "She's like, well, I don't want to make something that's just gonna." People have to spend money to put it on a shelf because if it's just sitting on a shelf, it's not doing anything. <laughs> I'm like, well, people might get joy out of this thing sitting on their shelf. Jeez. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Sometimes no, I'm with you on the whole, like, I don't know, like, I do want to do something to put joy into the world. <laughs> yeah. Tired of, like, tired of, like, 
and that's what one thing that I think has become more clear the more I think about all this stuff is that like negative negativity, negative attitude, and negative influence is is the uh, catalyst that like causes a lot of problems. And like it's all about like I think maybe or maybe it's not all about not to boil it down to that, but I think a big part of solving your problems is canceling out all the negative influence that might be affecting you. You know what I mean? So you don't want to make the next uh, Sarah Ha app or whatever it's called? Oh, God. I got really, what I got is really this? nice I've ones, dude. This. I got really nice ones, and then today I got one that was like, I see you. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, God. But uh, <laughs> It's an app uh, that people can post anonymous comments to you. Like, you don't know who it is. So, of course, people have used it to cyberbully, and people have, like, killed themselves and <gasps> did that already happen uh, yeah I'm that's serious? what it said today see why 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 would people even want these anonymous and i don't even think i think the person i think the purpose of this app was to be like a positive thing i don't think it was meant it says give constructive criticism when you click on it it says give constructive criticism I think it was more for brands and not for individuals. I think that it, that's what I told our buddy Hambone. He was asking what Sarah was, and I was like, I think it's good for guys like wrestlers or artists or musicians or you know companies, restaurants, stuff like this, because people can give maybe more honest opinions anonymously. But for like an individual, for like a 15-year-old kid to be getting on there and letting all the other kids at school say all the mean things so they can read them, like right. that's, that's masochistic, you know what I mean? That's yeah. a little bit like self-loathing. Yeah, I think the intent was, was... But if you can handle the criticism, then go ahead and have fun with it. That's what yeah. I did. Well, I mean, you you just do like me. If, if you don't get the app, if you don't, you know, if you're going to turn into mental mush the minute somebody says... Something wrong about you. Yeah. It's weird, though. I don't know. I don't care. I think there's, like, if adults are, if people are using it, because I see a lot of people posting about it, saying, like, this is wrong, this thing's wrong. Uh, I think if they're using it, they should just assume that, yeah, it's their friends messing with them, and then... I don't yeah. know. I seen, I and seen, then if it's not, if you get a bunch of negative stuff, maybe you need to reevaluate the people that you gave it access to. <laughs> right. Wait, so you have to give certain people access to be able to type about you? You have to share it. It's not like it's real crappy where you can't like search for people on it. I couldn't like type in Hugh and search for you and see if you had an account or anything. So, so you, you have to share it on your social media. You have to share it on Facebook. That's why you see the things pop up on people's right. Facebook. So if they you have share to, it to Facebook, and anybody on your Facebook profile can. So I've been thinking it. about this too, because if you like a post, if somebody shares their Sarah post, if you like it on Facebook, and then go to the app, click the click the link, go to the app, send the message, they get a notification on the app and on Facebook that you just liked and sent a message on Sarah at the same time. So I wonder if anybody's been caught, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anonymously sending messages because they got notified at the same time. Yeah. Huh. Is... Did Christy just boip? No, that's the kids. They don't understand that it's podcasting to be quiet. But... It was Christy. So yeah, so that's... Uh... Yeah, that's... Uh... Unfortunate whenever they, you know, have this thing that's supposed to be a a good thing, I guess, and then people turn it into something bad. I wonder who ma- I wonder who made it because they might have had no intention of it being a good thing. It's like a Japanese app, you know, like they. Yeah, I, I noticed like the word. What their like, intention was. <laughs> I don't know Japanese. They do some very strange things over there. If you look at some YouTube's of Japanese shows, yeah, I just, and I've game been watching shows. that whole G one. Climax special. <laughs> I Darryl, don't know. I've seen that Daryl. Daryl got killed. Daryl got killed. Mm-hmm. Wow. The, what is the, that? The cat. Who was it? Takahashi. Oh yeah, yeah. Takahashi's <laughs> yeah, that was a while ago. He tried to kill that dude. Those dudes are scary, man. <laughs> man, oh. Uh, 
Have you, have you heard Stone Cold podcast lately? Nah. Oh man. I need to go back and see. Dude, it's I, been. I, I caught up with Marty and Sarah today. It's it's been kind of depressing because what was it last week or the week before? Hershey the Wonder Dog had to be put to sleep. Oh my god! And then he keeps, it, dude. It like ruins my day. Like, oh my god, he's tore up about it, dude. Today he was he had a he had a podcast with Xbox, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna listen to it. And everything was going good until at the end he's like, I'm sitting here in my truck at Broken Skull Challenge or whatever whatever show he's a redneck. What is it? Yeah, redneck uh, something like redneck that. Redneck Island. One of those things he's doing. And uh, so he's not at home. So I got sitting, my BSR hat on. He's like, I'm sitting here in my truck, and I got Hershey's collar on my on my rearview mirror. And I was like, Oh God, here we go. Dude, it's, it's it makes me super sad when he's talking about it. Yeah, that stinks. Uh, ruins my day. Yeah, we, we had a scare over here uh, day before yesterday because Cubby his back legs started like locking up his legs his high hind quarters or whatever were like real tense and then his lower legs were like real loose like he could had no control over the bottom like, he had a lot of trouble standing he was like couldn't walk around much he was getting a little incontinent not because he couldn't control his bowels <laughs> but because he was like couldn't walk to the Oh to gosh. tell us that he was trying to go outside, you know what I'm saying? So we were flipping out. We took this dude to an emergency vet visit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he got him some steroids and shit. So he's got, like, dog arthritis real bad. It's not anything super bad. His hips didn't pop out or anything. That's what I was, like, really freaking out about. But because uh, they get that hip dysplasia, I guess, is a problem with the dogs. So he's just kind of... So he's got arthritis, and so we got to, like, do different – there's, like, different things. But we got him on these, like, steroids for it and stuff, and then he – I don't know. He's just been getting treated all super dope around here for the last (laughs) couple of days, (laughs) pampered and stuff. How old is Cubby? Cubby's, like, 11 or 12, I think, right now. But he was, like, astray when we got him, and he was pretty rough. He's always been pretty rough. You've met him before, (laughs) right? Like, he's – Yeah. That dude looks like – the dude looks like he's like twenty years old, like human years or whatever. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, he's an, he's an elder. I but guess. uh, but no, he's like not any pain or anything. He's cool, and he like seemed like he didn't even mind not being able to use his legs. He was like, "This is this is how I am now." <laughs> oh <laughs> like, no! no dude, we're going to the vet. He's like, "I don't want to." <laughs> That's messed. Like, I'll just be chill. Amy Amy took him to the vet. I was actually. We were going to go, and then we were like, well, let's see, because he got a little better. We are like, let's see. But then she came back, and she was like, I'm taking him. So she took his ass. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. It's, it's, it sucks getting old. That's the crappy part about pets, dude. People, know about, people don't know oh, about man. that, but then they know about that. Yeah. No, I feel, I feel you on that, huh? Buddy Trent just lost his dog. That was sad. Everybody's like, you like see it coming. You're like getting ready for it. Like the more pets you have, you're like, oh no, you know. You, at least you get to brace yourself for it, I guess. I start to worry about it, and sometimes I wish, you know, maybe we shouldn't get any pets. But then it's like one of them, what do you call it, catch twenty twos? Because then you never had the joy of the pet. Right. The trade off. Yeah. Right. If you're just too scared to have a pet because eventually one day it's going to die. Isn't that why your mom won't have pets anymore? Probably. Dude, my mom is like, I don't know. I guess I take a lot after her too. Super sensitive about stuff. Uh, I don't know. I feel the same way a lot. Yeah. You, I, I don't know. Because I, I guess you don't, have to, you don't have to take the animal... In the first place, but like once you got the animal, then like you can give it a really great, enjoyable life or whatever you know. Maybe versus what it might have had. Like that's at least that's how we feel with Cubby. We got him out of a pound, you know. So I know yeah. he's doing better than he was before. At least he's a freaking jerk. He's got like doggy PTSD and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we had a uh, like all of our cats are ones we didn't like. We got Tosh because she had like some problem with her eyes, and then yeah. so Christy paid for her to go to the vet, 
so then we ended up with Tosh. We got Sugar because Amber moved in, and then Amber moved to a place where she couldn't have cats, and she had Sugar, so then we ended up with Sugar. And then Nubbins, we recently got, and she's the latest one, and she was a little runt with no tail, and she was getting beat up by the neighbor kids, so then we took her took her in. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like dogs are worth like three cats. I feel like no. if I didn't have Cubby, if I didn't have Cubby and Grizz, we'd have like seven cats probably. Oh yeah, they're if you got enough space, they're good. <laughs> I, you know, I grew up with dogs, and uh, I don't know. I kind of think at this point, I think I prefer cats. Yeah. My mom hates cats. She doesn't. She never wanted a cat. Yeah, I think we were just talking recently about how cats are like way more expressive than dogs. Yeah, I feel like like cats can. I don't know. They're a little more uh, intriguing than a dog is. Dog would just kind of like <laughs> yeah. make a stupid face most of the time. Not all dogs, but dogs usually have pretty similar personalities. Cats, they uh, <laughs> they have. <laughs> Christine, you're so fun. Cats, they have different vibes, you know. Right. Different vibes. I need a positive vibe cat. That's what I need. <laughs> I've been on a positive vibe kick. Yeah. It's weird. I think a lot of people have been, man. Maybe something's happening. Well, I I, I did this thing. I even talk, I, I even think I talked about it a long time ago, how, what was this, back in the late 90s, in my early adulthood, I went on a very religious kick and I think I kind of went overboard with it and it got to be bad and unhealthy or whatever so I've been not that for a long time and I think I've even been kind of really just I don't know going through the motions or whatever but then like I don't know what happened dude something like I'm talking about as like recent as like Monday I really started to feel more like I want to be better in that aspect. And uh I don't know I don't know what it was even. I think it was Sunday I was just we was at church and I was just reading in the Bible and I was just trying to read about demons. I was like, where does it talk about demons in here? What about demons? You know, stuff like that. And uh and I was reading about Paul. You know, Paul's like the guy who wrote a lot of the New Testament. Uh uh-huh. And there's a verse where uh, he talks about he's had, and, and I've heard this before a lot, where he talks about he has a thorn in the flesh, and then uh, he asks God to take it away, and God's like, "No, uh, you you can deal with it." But I never really looked hard into it. But this time when I looked at it, and I was when I was reading about demons, one of the one of the explanations was that they're they're the messengers of Satan. Okay, so when I read about this uh, thing about Paul, it said I had a thorn, I have a thorn in the side, and then it said little what is that comma, a messenger of Satan. I'm like, Pfft. so pretty much this whole this whole thing is that when it, if I read it like that, that demons are messengers of Satan, and then this dude Paul says that he had a messenger of Satan of Satan as a thorn in the side. The guy who wrote a lot of the New Testament had a demon attachment. I mean, I mean, you get what I'm saying here, right? This right. dude had a demon attachment the whole time, and it was like, and I don't, and I don't know why that sparked something in me to like want to, and you know, I, don't know, I just you're, you're thinking of it in a sense of like he was struggling with this demon, or that, or that the demon might have like influenced him I think so because you have to understand before before this dude Paul like came to be like a great writer of the Christian Bible and stuff like this before that he was like one of the worst dudes against Christian people this is right after the whole Jesus thing this is right whenever there was like right after with the apostles and all that you know what I'm saying Mm-hmm. This dude was killing 
Christian people on purpose. Like the first person who ever died was was a dude named Stephen. They called it martyred when you're martyred for like a religious purpose. Right. And and Paul, his name was Saul. He like he changed his name to Paul. Yeah, I remember hearing this story. But he was like the dude. He was the main dude who like took the coats of the people who killed him. He was like, he was like gave the orders. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I wonder if it has something to do with that. Like he had some sort of demonic attachment then, and then and then he just had to stick with it, you know, even if though he changed. But I don't know, and I don't, don't know why this made like a big spark. For me, it just like reignited some faith or something like this, or I guess I don't know. It's yeah. weird because I and and, it, and it's like a I don't know. I don't want to get. It's it's weird. It's hard to explain. I know what you mean, dude. Like the whole kick I've been on, and like I got nervous whenever you said you wanted to talk about it on the show too, because I was like, it's weird talking about what you think about in your head. I guess because right. it's hard to like it's really hard to put it into words whenever it gets to this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I think everybody has different thoughts and concepts of what is really going on on a bigger scale. Yeah. And it's hard for people to well, and say, I, I don't know. And I think a lot of it too, it's not just this. I think, I think there was a lot of things going through my head that really kind of set off the whole thing. And I think maybe somehow that was like the final match that, I don't know, but I've been thinking a whole lot about because, like I said, I've been in these customers' houses where these old older people, and then they're like that lady I said that her husband died, and she was all like depressed and all that stuff. Right. You know, and uh, what else is there? Think about humans. Think about people as humans, right? And stuff instead, of, like the humankind and stuff like this, right? And then like just like mortality and stuff like that. Yeah. And then. And then I'm think, and then I think about just too like uh, how crappy of a person that I can be, and and I do I, I get you know people are like oh you're like the most chill dude I know but that's not like the case all the time you know I'm really not I'm really kind of a jerk and I get angry mad angry mad I get angry easy sometimes and I lash out and stuff and uh. I don't know. I just I don't want to be that way, and I think I've just kind yeah. of been. And I, and I felt it before, and it's a whole thing too. It's a feeling. It's and that's what I'm saying. It's hard to explain what I'm feeling and going through because it's one of those things where it's, and it's not really where like people oh like it's like faith thing. And it's like well it's not really faith because I actually feel it and I feel like a change and different. I didn't even really ask for it much. It just kind of happened. Right. It's like. Like, I don't want, I don't know, it's different. Like, I'm even looking at things differently, but not bad. I'm not like, oh, I'm better than this, you know. And that's one right. thing, that's that's one of my biggest stumbling. And, and here's one. Here's another thing, too, that goes along with it. I have a real issue with, like, the whole, what would you call it? Like, the Christian mainstream. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of people that, that think the way I do. And then another reason why it kind of snapped to me is because I'm not, I'm not too big on, I guess what they call secular, like non-Christian mainstream either. Like, mm -hmm. like we'll see TV commercial and I, and I <laughs> mean, Christy got into a big thing about this the other day. I see like TV commercial, like whenever I'm watching TV and commercials come on half the time, I'm like just groaning, just like, because like all the commercials try to be funny and to me, they're not really funny in the first place. And then whenever I had to hear the same joke I didn't think was funny, like for the 50th time, <laughs> does, does this make sense, you know? Yeah. You're yeah, just well, like... You know, all that stuff, not to sound like too much of a whack job, but all that stuff is like conditioning too, man. Like all that stuff that's coming out of that TV, as far as commercials and ad advertising and stuff like this, is like, I think it's all like meant to like kind of keep people just eating their potato chips and stuff you know what i mean yeah like just like what's we'll the there's like stuff that's designed to make us not think about life and that's like kind of scary right well and and here's the thing too and and i get that too but also if it didn't if okay commercials 
TV, TV shows, all this stuff relies on numbers. It all relies on ratings. It all relies on reaching the biggest demographic for that product or that show that they can get. And if it doesn't, it gets canceled. If it does, if, if people didn't, if a good amount of people didn't respond to Puppy Monkey Baby, then it wouldn't have lasted. It, there wouldn't be new Puppy Monkey Baby commercials. Yeah. And I'm not saying, and, and this is the thing too, this is kind of where I've gotten in my head where like you said and and we're we're kind of we're kind of floating along the same path here I think in a lot of ways is that I'm not trying to be negative about it I don't want to I don't want to spend negative energy towards anything right I don't want to not I don't want to hate on it because you know what the majority the main majority of the people enjoy it otherwise it wouldn't sell Mm-hmm. We're 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 different, and right. that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing that advertisers do their research and and hit the mark, and they keep making that commercials, and they keep doing comedy commercials that I don't find entertaining or funny. But guess what? There's people that do. Christy was at my has, has been working with my brother-in-law Robert. And he's popped for these commercials like every time they come on, right? Right. They he's he's in the normal. We're not normal. He's normal. We're not. But that's not a bad thing. Yeah. And, I, and that's where I have a big problem too with the whole Christian thing. It's not. I don't know if I'm saying this right. It's it's uh, it's not the spiritual part. It's the getting along with other Christians and getting along with the mainstream Christian stuff. I can't turn on Christian music and be down with it. It just, it doesn't speak to me. And and I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm not saying that it's bad music because it speaks to a lot of people and it, and it's important to a lot of people. It's just not for me. You know what right. I mean? And, and and is that a bad thing? No, and I, I mean no, no. It's a really good philosophy, honestly. Yeah. Um, and it's like the stuff I've been learning about. They talk about like karma and the way like good good energy returns. Like putting out positive energy comes back to you as positive energy, and you putting out negative will come back negative, and it's snowballing effects and stuff. So I mean, that is what I was talking about, like how you're not being negative like that is just going to make you better it's going to make your whole life experience better i think you know by right. not entertaining negative forces yeah. or whatever you know i i just got to find i don't know if it's i got to find people that are in the christian world that are like me or if i just have i, I honestly you know what i think i think i'm just supposed to be on a on a different path and and I don't think it's bad. Like like Christy, when we go to church, I don't sing when we go to church. I just kind of stand there, and Christy kind of gets upset about it. But it it doesn't. That's not what gets to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it but a lot of people enjoy it. And a lot of people find it fulfilling. It I don't find it fulfilling. And and I think it upsets Christy sometimes because she thinks that maybe I'm. I don't know what she thinks honestly. But it just doesn't. It doesn't speak. Not to enjoying me. yourself or something like that. I mean, it's not. I'm not having a. Well, I'm not having a bad time, and and I have been critical of it too because our our church is kind of old school. Like we have a piano and hymns, which I like. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a. And I'm not a fan of going to church and they have like the big worship bands and stuff like that. Right. I'm not a fan of worship music, and to me, it's like. It's it's a lot of the same thing. They got their hands raised and they keep repeating, "Oh Lord, wash me." And it's fine. A lot of dude, a lot of people dig it. It's just not my thing. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with it. It has a place, and the majority of the people like it. But I I guess because I grew up in this church and it's the old school, 
piano, hymn book, open the hymn book, old school. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And my complaint about it, <laughs> and I guess because being a songwriter, was like a lot of these hymns are like five, six verses long. And to me, that's like, just artistically, that's too long <laughs> for a song. Do y'all have, y'all don't have a guy in your church that says like, uh, first verse, or like they'll call out, like first verse, second verse. I know that was the thing at the churches I was going to growing up where the music director would actually like tell you which verse to sing. He'd be up there singing. Oh, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking you about. All. He's up there singing and leading I, you all. You know what? I, and then say, we're going to sing the second verse I, next. I, I kind of wish somebody was doing that to like, yeah. <laughs> to, to make it like three verses. I would like to do that. I would like to be that guy. All right, third verse, fifth verse. Let's cut it. Yeah. Let's get to the point. <laughs> Right. And it's not bad. But that is what they did. That is what they did. And he would have every week he would plan like what hymns yeah. we were going to sing. And then he would direct the. Marilyn used to do that. She she used to cut some of the verses. I remember that happening. But yeah. But a lot of the old hymns, man, they're like five, six verses long. And at, artistically as a songwriter, to me, that was, it's too much. It's, you know, I always like wanted to have like three verses at the most. And that's it. To me, it was like if I went, if I had to go more than three verses, then I was like long in the tooth about this. Yeah. But so it's a personal thing. It's not, a, it's not a slight against all these hymn writers. And and I feel like the old hymns are, are written a lot smarter and a lot better than like modern worship music. A lot of wor- modern worship music is just, is very basic. And I'm, and I'm serious. It'll be like, Oh, I know. He, he, I went to a okay. lot of non-denominational churches when I was in like middle school and up and stuff. Yeah, so it's you know grew up in like Southern Baptist churches, like what you're talking about, old school. Yeah, hemp churches, but then going to non-denominationals, they had the bands and right dancing and all that. Yeah, and like the lyrical aspect of it is just really light, but it, it makes sense. I went to a church they played "Wave on Wave" by Pat Green. Yeah, <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's funny. Is that is that in Crosby? I mean, it <laughs> could be church? it could be interpreted as a Christian song too, though, if you listen yeah. to the lyrics. Yeah, I mean, hey, uh, and maybe it was written as one. I don't know. It could have been. I mean, I've heard some different songs that are like, when you when you really kind of look deep into them, it's like this has a very spiritual spiritual undertone. A lot of my songs, even though they're dark and <laughs> you know what I mean, a lot of my songs, if if you really got into my head, have a lot of spiritual undertones. Yeah. And I think that's where, I think that's where I am and why I kind of don't fit in with a lot of, you know, stuff. Cause I've, I've been going to church all my life. I've been a fan of like horror movies and creepy stuff all my life. So I think maybe like I'm meant for like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Where I think there's people that are meant to be, in the church and they're meant to kind of help build up other people in the church. I think I'm supposed to be like out with regular folk and I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just don't fit in with it. And I, and I heard somebody on a podcast and, and like, I even tried to listen to like some Christian podcasts and I just can't do it. And I found one that was like, it was called the bad Christian podcast. And these I think I've du- listened to that one before. Yeah, these dudes, one's like a pastor and stuff, and they'll like... They got like real bad accents, huh? They got yeah, like they're like North Carolina accents. Yeah, yeah. I listened see? to that last week. You did? Yeah. See? There yeah. you go. And uh, I mean, they'll drop some little cussies here and there. And they had a they had a good point where they're like, you know, they were, they were talking about people speaking Christianese. And I'm like, dude, that's exactly what I can't stand. And it's where they just use all these like christianese terms and 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 i don't like it you know yeah. it's like just talking people normal if you talk to people normal you're you know yeah i, I don't want to beat people over the head with I a bunch you. of stuff like i'm holier than now or better than you or whatever like that because that trust me i did that before i was that guy and i think and i think it was like one of them things where it's like okay you're making this about you so i'm gonna like whoop, and I got whipped like a little puppy and yeah, kind of got off track for a little bit. I mean, I've never been like a disbeliever. I mean, I've, I've had like shaking of 
I guess, like you said, like shaking of faith and all that stuff like that. But I don't know. Yeah, I think I don't think I I don't think you have, and I don't think I have. I don't think that I don't think I think you've always just from what I know of you. I think you probably always believed in yeah. God as the higher power. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I always have to. And what I, all I was gonna say is like through all this stuff that I've been going through, it hasn't really been like re, like religious for me. But like recently. I have like I don't have to go to church, right? To like feel, have my faith or whatever, you know. But right. I, I I would like to I would like to go and like try to find a good church or whatever. But but like I'm comfortable in my faith or whatever. Yeah. But uh, it's been like re not reinstilled, but like reinforced or whatever. And like in all this that I've been doing, yeah. That like I really feel like as cheesy as the expression is or whatever, but you know like God's got his hands on me or like on us or on the people that I'm close to and the people I know, you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's what I mean. Whenever I talk about all these messages or like synchronicity and stuff, like I don't know what it is, but like, I feel like there's something that's like guiding at times, you know? And I'm like, dude, it makes me listening to it. And like, I'm I'm like listening to it and going with it instead of like ignoring it or whatever. And I think positive things are happening. Because I'm noticing, and as crazy as this sounds too, just by noticing things like what you just told me now, and then like, you know, a lot of my friends in the past week have like been really making really positive changes and stuff too. Everybody's doing so good, it seems like. And I know right. there's people that are going through hard times too, and I'm, I feel horrible for them. But what I'm, all I'm saying is that I've noticed a lot of positivity in the past like couple of weeks. Yeah. And that's also been the time that I've been focused on this. And I'm thinking, I don't know, I think there's something to it. No, nah, you're right, dude. It's like it's like sometimes it just takes one person to make a change and it and it can kind of uh snowball and affect all the people around them. And that's kind of where I'm talking about. I don't want to go hang around in a church and you know, and glad hand and slap each other on the back and being like, Hey, look at us, you know what I mean? I want to make a positive change for others out there and i don't want to be slapping people around with jesus jesus this with the christianese and all that i just want to i want to be someone who can like just do what i'm supposed to do and people see that and they start thinking and they're like like, what can i do to make a, a better me right you know what i'm saying yes and i think that's what christy wants too because like she said she doesn't want a job where it's just fruitless and I don't, and I don't know if it's all this stuff we've been doing with paranormal. <laughs> you know, we we've touched on a lot of like some pretty heavy spiritual stuff there too, and 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 now we all kind of have like this thing going on. I don't I don't know, man. It's, we're all aware. We're like self aware, like you talked about mortality and stuff, but we're just self aware of yeah. like existence on a level that like a lot of people aren't. I think, and yeah. that doesn't mean, and they could be. You know what I mean? They could be. I'm not saying. I, I hate talking like that too because it starts to sound condescendingly. Like, right. I, I understand the universe, but that's not right. what I'm saying. I don't. But <clears throat> what yeah. I am saying is just that there's people that don't contemplate what's going on as much as like maybe like people like us have been or do. You yeah. know, and that like it really freaks me out thinking about that because <laughs> there's so many people. I told you about what my buddy Rock said about how, like, reincarnation, his idea of it is that, like, people like us that think about existence and stuff is, like, uh, we've been reincarnated several times, and we're old souls, and we we get to reflect on, like, past life experience and things like this, and we get to notice this stuff. And then the people that blindly walk through life and stuff and never think about it or maybe just fleeting think about it. they're like the new souls that have just come into existence and they're just now starting their trip around or whatever and then it's he had some kind of he he could like sit and talk about it for a while but he has like this big theory and it's all based out of like astral dream projection stuff that he's <laughs> done <laughs> yeah but, I mean it, I don't know but like and what he talked about too and what I feel like and like this this positivity vibe too it's just like i think there's a web i think there's like a collective consciousness between all of us as human beings i think that all of us are on like a wavelength or on the same 
vibe somehow we're connected like mentally or something like this i'm starting to ramble but i think that there's something to that and i think that like if that power could be like honed in and when it has been honed in and things like this i think people could like do a lot more together with our just the power of our minds you know what i mean it's been proven through history but like it's making a lot more sense to me nowadays well i mean like there's maybe some potential there that we don't always use what is like it seems like okay the, the commonalities that humans have is that everybody kind of just wants to be happy that's like one big goal and and a lot of people perspective and focus is all about the things that they can get to make them happy you know right there's people that have a focus and perspective on getting money and that's going to make them happy there's people that success is, is going to make them happy. You know what I mean? There's people have goals and persistencies that, is that a word? That's what <laughs> separates us. Persistence. That's like one of the things that separates us too is that we can like, the way I've heard it explained is like an animal will change based on its surroundings, but a human being will change its surroundings. You know what I mean? Like we can change and create and uh, reflect and all this stuff like, if we just got we and like we have it for a reason like all that stuff is like tools that could be put to use and like you were saying like the setting setting goals like people that set goals accomplish them because you put your mind on it and then you're you you fuck you recreate like your environment as it has to be to fit the new person you've become you know what i mean it's crazy but that's what they've been talking about i'm rambling still i'm sorry no no yeah it's uh you know the idea is that you set your mind to something and you live as if you already have that thing and then you will you'll do the things that you have to do to get to that point to get to where now that's your environment and it's yeah. not that easy i mean it's hard work and dedication is really what they're talking about that's a, and that's another thing that i've been noticing is ever since i've been on this trip that all these old sayings like that like hard work pays off and stuff like they all make a lot more sense to me now, too. Like, even though they're basic sayings, like, I'm, like, thinking, like, oh, no no joke, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, I don't know, I think, I think we're all on, uh, I don't know, I feel like I'm on a better path now. I'm trying to be, even though it's only been, like, Monday, but I'm, I'm really, like, I've had my mind made up. Like, I'm really trying to focus and not get mad. And I have a lot of reasons that, to get mad <laughs> these yeah. kids man they just like and then like they've been getting Chrissy frustrated and, and I see how and it's weird too cause like <laughs> used to I'd be the one getting super frustrated and now I see Christy like super frustrated but she's not any more frustrated than she used to be it's just that I'm my mindset is a little bit different and right. it's like I don't know there's a lot of frustration going on with it and I'm and I'm and this is see this is the thing I'm not like I didn't go out and like shoot people or you know do anything wicked crazy or anything out of line for who I am as a married man and father or whatever you know what I mean I've I've done normal I've been a normal person you know who's who's kept my nose clean and done everything right you know right I mean me and Chrissy have been married 10 years and I've never it's not like I've had uh, you know, they, they talk about seven year itch and all that stuff. I, I, I don't have that crap. Right. And, uh, it's just a matter of, I get mad and I get upset and, and I feel kind of bad too, in a lot of ways. Uh, cause I'll like read stuff like when we're at church and I'll feel guilty and like, you know, it's like the man and it's not like. Uh, what do you call it, misogynist or whatever, but they say the man should be like the leader of the household, you know, and stuff like that. Well, they they go through like the woman should be, this is her role, this is her place or whatever, you know, and then you're kind of like, oh, well, look look at your place, woman. And then and then it goes on to tell you what the man's supposed to do. And then, and then I just feel like, oh, <laughs> can we trade? You know, because it's like, yeah, it's like my job is, I'm supposed to be like the spiritual leader of the house. And I don't feel like I've been that way for like ever, you know, 
and the, and yeah. now and now the kids are like, like I got we got two eighteen year olds, and I feel like I dropped the ball, you know, and I can't do nothing to bring it back. I can't do nothing now to fix it, you know, and it's like I screwed up that part, and there's nothing I can do to fix it. I, I wouldn't say that because we're educated on religion, right? I mean, they, they make their own faith and uh, find their own way or whatever. I mean, and, and and I think about that too. And I think about I don't know when when you when you look in like the Bible and stuff, it's like there's always a plan. Like God always has a plan, and even though we don't understand what's going on. At the moment, in the big picture, it all makes sense. And I've seen that so much, dude. I've seen, and, and that's another thing. Even though when I've been at my lows and I look back at everything, like with losses of jobs and with everything, I look back and I'm like, wow, I've been like taken care of the whole time. Yeah. Even Even when I didn't ask for it, I was taken care of. And the only thing I can attribute it to is divine intervention. Mm-hmm. You know, like where I've ended up, even when I thought, oh my gosh, like when I lost my job at the old pest control place, I'm like, oh my God, you know, what's going, you know, where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do? But I've always been taken care of. And I right. really do. I really think that because, because I don't pray enough, that's for sure. And I need to, and I'm trying to start doing that, having that time, you know, and, uh, the only thing I can contribute it to, dude, is that my mom has been, like, rock solid, even through all the crap she's been through in her life, even through all the crap I gave her when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. about being that conduit, that intercession, that praying for me and my sister and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that if it wasn't for her, I don't know, maybe I wouldn't have been taken care of so good. Yeah. I can feel that. You know. I know my grandmother is like that, where she's like always praying for all of us and stuff. She always she always says that, like she she always reminds us that she has us in her prayers and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and I'm like you, where I don't pray often, and when I do, like a lot of stuff I've been hearing about is like meditation and prayer right. can kind of get you to the same place, and that you get similar results from both. Like a what a Christian gets from prayer is what a Buddhist gets for meditation and stuff like this. But there's a difference yeah. in well, it's all kind of the how same. a Christian prays and how, you know. It's all the kind but, of the uh, same, same thing in reality. Right. Because I would like meditate. I would have meditative prayer, you know. And, 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 and the thing of it is, is right now I'm not like in a desperate spot, but this is happening to me. Because uh-huh. you're in a position where you can – in the past, I've been in, in desperate. I've been in desperate spots when I've been like reaching out towards. Oh, like, oh, okay, God, okay, Lord, I'm in a desperate spot. Help me out. Where right now, I'm not in that, and it feels like really good that I'm not in a desperate spot yet. I'm having this going on. Does that yeah. make sense? Absolutely. And like I said, I mean, I think that <laughs> good reason for that could just be you know, and that's how I felt. I, I hate talking about, but like felt like I'm supposed to be I'm supposed to tell people why I'm happy. That's why I've been doing the videos on Facebook and like you're supposed to tell people what you're feeling or like right. you know what I mean? Maybe not to testify like in mass, but like spread the word on like your positive on like what your outlook on life and like what has what's turned your inside around or whatever, you know? Right. Maybe, you know, or maybe yeah. you're in a position to help and that's why you that's why you feel this way, you know? Maybe yeah. God's telling you Now's your now's your chance to do something or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, and, and you might be right. This might be the time where what because I'm, you're feeling blessed and you're what feeling I'm supposed to clarity. do is supposed to happen. And, and that's and how I, I've been feeling. Like just through feeling clarity, I'm like I got to tell people why I feel this way. Right. Know? And like I said, I, if other people feel this way, I want to help them. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been trying to look, I've been trying to look up stuff and I've been trying to be like, okay, where can I find people that are in my situation? You know, so I've tried to look at different YouTube videos, different podcasts that have to do with Christian stuff. And it's all just like, eh, eh this isn't for me. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. not for me. 
and then I found like this one dude, like just one dude who was like on YouTube and he was like, and I don't even know how I came across it, but he was like, can, can a goth be Christian? And I, I'm not goth, obviously, mm-hmm. but the things he said made a lot of sense and it kind of hit to me too. You know what I mean? In a sense of that, I'm not, I don't fit in with the mainstream of, of that. I don't fit in with, like, I don't like, I don't even like the word, I don't even like to use religion in in this thing. I don't like to use the words, the Christian words and all that. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it, it kind of just, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. So I'm like, well, what, what, what is, why, why is that? And it's like, maybe, I don't know. I'm supposed to be where I'm at. I'm supposed to be a guy who likes creepy stuff. I'm supposed to be a guy who looks into like paranormal stuff and all that. And is that where, am I supposed to be in that area with that? And I kind of think so. I kind of think, you know, we got these like, like with Chris, you know, we went out, he had a problem. The, The people were scared out of their mind and they had this mirror and we took it away and we have it here and it doesn't do anything, but it's not, but it's not affecting them anymore. And they said that their issue stopped. Right? right. So we we did a good thing, right? I mean, these people yeah. were having a problem. And we took away the, <laughs> yeah. the thing that they were attributing the problem to, and it stopped. And and I'm not afraid of the mirror because I have, like I said, I, I have this spiritual background where if something's demonic in there, then I know it can't do anything to me because I have a higher power on my side. And maybe that's why I'm not afraid of these things, you know, like the haunted mirror. And I'm, I really don't, I have no fear of it at all because Mm -hmm. to me, I I know that it's not the the supreme power and and I I don't want to get too cheesy with it, you know, but is that my place? Is that what my purpose is under under God, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you could, and that could be a way of like how they talk about testifying. That could be a way of testifying just how you could show that you could be a Christian man that's involved in all this other stuff and be, you know, the, the other side of the coin to these Christians that are against all secular entertainment and like, like, you know, like secular belief or whatever. Right. They're totally against that. Like you could be, you know, and there are, I think there are people like us, you know, I think there are people like you that probably feel the same way that feel alienated from right. something they really want to believe in. I just, I just something wish we they, could. Something they do believe in, but uh, they feel alienated by the community, you know? Oh yeah. Oh, I know it is. I know it is. Cause I had friends who stopped going to church because they wore like a Metallica shirt and like the pastor was like, well, you can't come in here with that shirt on. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Come on, give me a break, dude. And I and there's a lot of that out there, man. And that's why yeah. it's hard for me to like I, I don't want to downplay it because like I said, I know it helps a lot of people. Like the mainstream Christian experience help, actually helps a lot of people and it and it's good for them. But I also know that just like with anything else, that there's a lot of there's a lot of complacency, I guess, with it. A lot of, like, good old boy club. You know what I mean? Like, we don't like people that are different than us because we're right and they're wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I, I can't be on, I can't get on board with that. I mean, I have I have my firm beliefs, but even if somebody says stuff that's against what I've learned all, throughout all my 40-some-odd years, of experiencing that spiritual journey, I don't want to be hard nosed about it. Does that make sense? And I had been, I had been in the past. I've been really, I was that, I was that person that I detest. And now I'm trying to get to be like a positive person that can interact with those people in a way that doesn't, cause negative 
chaos. Does that make sense? I don't want to yeah. be in a, in a, I don't want the chaos of it. And a lot of times people like that enjoy yep. the chaos. So I just, I don't know. Christy? <laughs> uh, She's just like sitting there this whole time. Y'all both have very good points. Do you like my new camera setup, Christy? I don't, but that's okay. You don't? No. You want you like it back over here where I'm like, you're looking at the top of my head the whole time? Should I do this? No. It's just the lighting's weird, that's all. The, the lighting's weird? Yeah. So, uh, it's okay. That's okay. That's neither here nor there. So, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I wish well, I could. I'm glad, I'm glad that you're feeling that way at least. I know, like, it sounds like you're still, I don't know. You're, you're seeing it all. You're saying that you're, I don't know how to say it. Saying that you're wanting to, but you're seeing all the negativity still, but you're not letting it affect you. I guess that's what it is. Right. And I'm, and I'm not, I'm not being negative about the things I'm, I'm working very hard to keep myself centered, to not let myself be negative about the things I don't agree with regarding these things. Right. You know, that's, that's like my, that's like my thorn. That's like my attachment, I guess. Mm. And I'm trying to. Something I was listening to too was like talking about attitude and how people carry themselves. And they're saying that like your attitude, the way you are is the, is how people are going to perceive you. Yeah. Things. And so it's all, it's like a visual. They see you first and then they hear you. And, you know, and there's all these, it's taken in one thing at a time on a really basic level. And so, like, on a really basic level, your attitude being altered can totally change the way that people could perceive you and react to you based on just, like, and it's not just, like, changing your body language, but changing, like, yeah, like, your, how you react to stuff and let your attitude be affected by different things, you know? Remaining calm, you know, like that. Stuff like that, that, that yeah. stuff like it's notice helps. It makes people feel more comfortable. People are receptive to that, you know. I don't, I don't want to be the hill anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no more hill. That's what I was tra- trying to say too. Is like I still I, I understand like humor and parody and stuff. Yeah, I no, know, for sure. I, I get like making negative jokes, or, like cracks or whatever. Yeah. Half-heartedly, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like honest. Negative, right? The sincere dis- disdain whatever. that I've had towards things. Whatever that thing is that's making you not feel good, stay away from it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, and I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm older. I guess maybe getting older and wiser. But I had been, you know, like especially when I started playing music, I was very negative towards music that wasn't like mine. Uh-huh. Like, Music that wasn't from Texas, you know, I was a part of that whole thing. You remember the whole Nashville sucks, all that, blah blah blah. Yeah, I was, I got was a mixed, you know, and it's really, and it doesn't, you know, it, it, like I said, it's, it hits the majority of the population. They dig it, you know. Mm-hmm. The majority of the population people that, are, people got jobs because of it. That like twang and stuff, like. <laughs> Florida Georgia line, you know what I mean? And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not a bad thing. They're doing they're doing it right. They're, they they got the target. So, whoa. <laughs> I just seen like a flash of white. Yeah. I thought maybe I thought, I, I thought Christy was vaping. I thought a, <laughs> I thought a ghost flew up and I thought we had a full body apparition. Mr. Sugarface. So, yeah. Yeah, so, I think we'll I got to go pick up the little woman here in a minute. <laughs> pick up the little woman. Yeah. yeah, I'm about to eat something and probably play some games for a while. There we go. So I've yeah, been on the Black Desert Online a little bit. <laughs> it's pretty cheap. It's cute. Chrissy's like eh, another MMO. It's gonna take <laughs> another. It's MMO. a lot. There's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. I'm it's sure. a whole nother can. It's a whole nother can of worms for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and y'all like the y'all like the 
the thing about Black Desert is your outfit doesn't change very much. You change your gear, but it doesn't change the way your character looks. Yeah. Until you get to like certain levels, then your guy will start to look a little different. But they look yeah. really they look really good and they look really cool, but that the costume the stuff that you put on your character will not change the way they look. And a lot of people are upset about that. Oh, they're upset about it? Yeah, they want because you they want to customize their Year, uh, different outfits. They want you to buy costumes. That's how they get it. That's uh, how they get their money. They want you to buy costumes. Gotcha. Yeah, I've been but, salivating over Fortnite. Yeah, <laughs> I looked seen? up some videos of it. Hey, it's gonna be free. In 2018, yeah. it's supposed to be a free to play. So, I'm I'm. This is another thing. I got to discipline myself to hold off. <laughs> yeah, because it looks so go. good. Something I heard was to put stuff on the waiting list for 30 days, and if you still want it after 30 days, then you can get it. Well, that's there. I've been wanting that game <laughs> ever since oh, I yeah. first saw all that. So it's been about two months. Yeah. I've been like, oh. <laughs> it sucks, too, because like the, the release of it, like if you bought it for this, uh, what is it called? What do they call this? Roku thing or whatever this no game. like when games come out before they come out the pre-release early pre-release release, yeah early, early release or when it came out for early access like if you ordered it early access it came out on me and christy's 10th wedding anniversary and i was like look it's a sign it's there it's oh, God. <laughs> but, but then we was at lunch and we saw it was going to be a free-to-play so i'm like okay i guess we'll just <laughs> we got overwatch summer games and eso that we're doing and I'm playing Oxen, so I got to beat Oxen I free. Fit, I couldn't fit ESO back on my computer. Oh, dude! I took a bunch of crap off, and then I was trying to put it back on there, and I, I'd have to take off like a lot of games that I play to fit yeah. ESO back on here. I think that's huge. Like I need to order Christy another memory, another uh, hard drive. She's got a solid state hard drive, so it's like 125 gigs or something. It's not very big. Yeah. So. Anyway, all right. Well, you got to go pick up the wife, so we better let you. Good talking to you folks. Yes, sir. Nice. Was this a fire pit or mysterious boom pit? <laughs> it was kind of fi- in the middle there. That goes on fire pit, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Christy? Fire pit's good. All right. We haven't done one of those in forever, so. All right. Cool. I'll talk to you all soon, folks. Cool. Later, Bye. dude. Later. Set in my ways, I am changing Every single move you're making Since Savannah lies predictions Far beyond the comprehension I've been tortured with the writhing Thoughts to stop a star from shining Kill me Sense of dramatized inflictions that intensifies this tension. I've been tortured with denying. Walks on water, semi-blinding. Faith is stronger.
Save me from this daily despair Undone, I am reassessing calm. 